You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Some election observer missions have expressed reservations about the presidential and the parliamentary elections in Zimbabwe that could affect the credibility, transparency and inclusivity of the electoral process. Now, to answer some of these questions, we join on the line by Professor Kialiboha Mapunye, a professor of African politics at the University of South Africa, UNISA. A very good morning to you, Professor, and welcome. A very good morning to you, Elvis. Thank you very much for inviting me, and good morning to your listeners. Professor, some suggest that this was a predetermined outcome, but the Zimbabwe's president, Emerson Manangagwa, dismissed claims of vote rigging. So, from your perspective where you are sitting, do you think the election in Zimbabwe were rigged, as it is being alleged by different stakeholders, and what could substantiate those claims, if any? In my view, um, to say the election was rigged, rigged, um is a bit difficult for me to say right now, given the fact that um, we are still verifying, in my view, I'm still verifying uh, you know, the irregularities and discrepancies that have been mentioned in those observer reports that you have just referred to. Uh, clearly, many uh, observers are um, you know, expressing concern uh, and caution in, in their reports, not endorsing the election outright. But uh, the um, uh, question of reading, if ever it is to be there, it has to be verified. We will have to need, we have to have proof as to exactly where the reading has happened. However, having said that, uh, in my view, the election uh, clearly has been compromised, the integrity thereof, because of the fact that there are just too many you know, discrepancies that undermined you know, the extent to which uh, one could declare that election as having been free and fair. Uh, and th- th- mostly it's because of the violence, the, you know, that uh, uh, um, uh, one would say happened in the, you know, uh, pre-election period, the intimidation thereof, uh, you know, those are the things that one can, can refer to. And, of course, on election day, the... Um, uh, Unavailability of uh, you know research, uh, uh, balloting materials, ballot uh, papers, and so on in several you know voting stations, especially in certain cities in the urban areas. So, SADC and EU election observers say that the vote did not meet international standards and and was conducted in a climate of fear. So, what could be or what could they possibly be alluding to here? They are alluding to this this. Uh, um, uh, pre-election uh, situation mm. that uh, uh, is really, you know, uh, marred by a number of things. For instance, this question of uh, the intimidation that I was talking about, uh, and 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 the very um, uh, uh, inability to uh, ensure that on voting day people are are able to vote freely and um, have access to the polling stations where there's material. And all voting stations are opened on time. And for about uh, you know two to three hours, some voting stations could not open. And it was just not very clear as to why that did not happen. So imagine such as this, uh, especially where now it's very difficult to have independent verification because some domestic observers were arrested, you know, while uh, exercising their their rights. 
to, to observe those elections. Those, this is what they are alluding to. There's also the stringent measures that were undertaken to bar certain, you know, generally certain observers. Some observers were not allowed, were not given accreditation to Zimbabwe, even though, well, of course, we know that many did uh, succeed. So those are the things that we are talking about. Uh, the use of the state media, mostly in, you know, predominantly in favor of the governing party and not so for the opposition parties. Those are the things that generally at the end of the day, the totality, uh, when one looks at the totality uh, of the picture, it becomes very, very difficult to endorse such an election. Some Zimbabwean activists have lambasted the African National Congress, the ANC, for not rejecting the election results there. What difference would a statement from the ANC government uh, rejecting the results make towards Zimbabwe's elections, do you think? I don't know whether the ANC, you know, has it, uh, uh, within its right to uh, reject or accept the election as things stand, because this is a disputed election. I think for the South Africans, the ANC itself, the government itself, would have to wait first to uh, look at what the observers are saying, listen to what has happened, and therefore be able to, uh, you know, come up with a determination. The government itself, I think, in, in my view, obviously, has to listen to uh, the SADC, you know, um, uh, group of um, um, uh, countries so that they understand exactly what happened. Previously, um, African countries have often been uh, in a hurry to endorse a problematic election. And therein lies the problem, because you cannot uh, you know, uh, outrightly um, um, endorse an election which is actually marred by cloud, while investigations are still continuing. We saw what happened in Kenya, Elvis. And uh, you don't want to rush endorsing an election which could actually be overturned tomorrow by a court, or which obviously will, whose legitimacy will uh, you know, be, uh, remain questioned until the, the next you know, um, election of that country. So the idea is to hold their horses. Yes, the ANC might be blamed for not endorsing the election. Even if it endorses, it will be, um, you know, um, um, uh, it might not appear in, in good light, including the government. So in my view, the idea is to, to be cautious, to listen to what is happening and then, of course, verify the, uh, what is happening before coming up with, a, you know, with an endorsement or a condemnation or, a, or not even an acceptance of, of the election outcome. This disputed election, could this, there's some reservations about it, about the presidential as well as the parliamentary elections in Zimbabwe. Would it have any political bearing on the credibility, the transparency and the inclusivity of the country's electoral process, you think? Yes, to some extent, because uh, uh, this obviously now goes to the to the, the doorstep of the election management body, the ZEC, the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission. Uh, in my view, um, the, the Electoral Commission has to make sure that all are in place and to actually convince the stakeholders across the whole process during the, ele- uh, the pre-election period, on election day, and post-election period. So. In, the, in any event whereby some stakeholders are left, left out, such as what happened in Zimbabwe, uh, you know, uh, during registration, during voter education, some uh, civil society or domestic uh, observers and, and uh, domestic um, and, uh, uh, observers, of course, and civil society organizations were, were left out of the process and not being brought into uh, um, uh, confidence. Therein lies you know, the, the lack of knowledge and lack of information, and obviously lack of trust. Uh, you know, is going to, uh, in my view, re- result. The idea is to make sure that you include all the stakeholders. If you do not include even the political parties, whether it is uh, for them to um, see the voters' role, 
uh, and to make sure that before the election they are able to uh, you know to convince themselves or at least to be convinced that this is a voter's role that is going to be used in all mm-hmm. the districts in all the constituencies specifically uh, for, for 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 each and every citizen they yes. in, in in my view becomes a problem if you are not able to include those stakeholders and there's no transparency yes. in the end I thank you so much for your time professor Kayala Boha Mapunye, Professor of African Politics at the University of South Africa. Joining us now on the line is a colleague of ours, Peter Ndoro from Channel Africa. He's on the line to tell us a little bit more. Very good morning to you, Peter, and welcome. Good morning, my brother. Are you well? I'm very well, thank you. Overall observations, though, from what you've observed from what's happening in Zimbabwe? Um, I think most people expected the result. Now, what that means is uh, you ask questions, is it a genuine uh, vote by the people or was it more of what people believed has happened in the past? And so it's going to be difficult to work out exactly what the story is because the truth is probably somewhere in between. But one thing is for sure. Uh, a couple of things happened which were significant this time around. Mm. This was the first time that SADC and the African Union have said out loud that the elections did not meet the standards of uh, what was required for a free and fair, a credible election. That is significant. What will they do about this? That is the next question, because the legitimacy of this presidency is always going to be cast in doubt. But Will there be consequences is the question that, that needs to be asked, and uh, we'll have to wait to see what happens. Mm-hmm. What? Um, some people might say, um, why didn't you go home to vote? Um, well, if you were off the school that the books were always going to be cooked, you can go in your millions, and they still won't bring the result that you want. You should ask questions like 52%. It's always just enough to get over the 50% mark so that there's no runoff. And so could people have done anything? I'm not sure. Is this the vote of the people? And if it is, was it as a result of intimidation or was it what people genuinely wanted? Outside the election uh, centres, ZANAPF set up desks where they were taking names and phone numbers of people that came in to vote. Mm. Now, that meant if, let's say, that constituency didn't win, they have a list of everybody that voted, their phone numbers, their names. What were they going to do with that uh, information? Mm. They say it was exit polls. (laughs) But people were getting their names and numbers taken even before they voted. So a lot of irregularities. Uh, We'll never know how close to the truth it was because I suspect some people were intimidated, some people genuinely wanted to vote Zanapir, and some rigging may or may not have taken place. All right. Peter, thank you so much for your observation. Peter Ndoro, he's a colleague of ours. He's coming from uh, Channel Africa there on the line here in Johannesburg. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.